There's something about me you don't know. During the day, I'm Anna Cat Walker. Wearing? Right. And at night, I am amazing woman. So you're serious. Oh, holy crap! I married amazing woman! My Amazing Woman, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Daddy-O. Nice one, Donald. You know, at least one thing's going well. Still trying to figure out things with Vlad, huh? You know, I just wish I had something to offer him in return for keeping the financing in place. Hmm. Don't you have some top-secret documents you could share? No, I, uh, no. Don't worry. We'll get this fixed by hook or by crook. Well, I'd prefer the hooker. Wait, 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 wait. I just started an idea that might help Russia. Call Putin right now and put him on the speaker. Well, uh, okay. Vlad. Vlad. Da? Vlad, it's done again. Mr. Trump, I told you. I don't think we can hang... Now, hold on now. I've got a very intelligent, rich friend here who has an idea that I thought you might appreciate. Hey, Mr. Putin. This is Mike Lindell. My company makes pillows. Yes. You see, my company is not yet in Canada, but we've been looking to expand there. Uh Uh-huh. And this concerns Russia. How exactly... Well, as part of our preparations, we've collected data on everyone in Canada. Yes, so have we... What if we were to run a promotion for Canadian military and police where we mail them free pillows? You know, kind of a, we appreciate your service, so here's something that can make you sleep better. Yada yada. He's lovely, but why do I care? Because the pillows will be laced with explosive material and have tiny radio-controlled fuses. Okay, yes! We pick a time, and kaboom! Their defenses are temporarily incapacitated. Russia rolls their tanks and planes over the North Pole, and voila! You have an outpost right next door to your biggest adversary. Okay, I am finding much interest in this. Of course, we need to talk to North Korea about assembling and shipping these pillows. Alright, you talk to Kim... And then we talk about how we might fix Mr. Trump's finances. Hey, it sounds great. Vlad, you won't regret this. Well, perhaps I already had. Well, I've got to hand it to you, Mike. It was brilliant, so brilliant. But what's in it for you? I mean, besides opening up new markets. Yeah, well, we'll be opening a lot of things, including some heads. <laughs> But my business has gotten in some trouble lately, with Fox cutting back on their ad spend. So I also need to negotiate some loans with Russia. Got it. Let's call North Korea right now, and we'll see what uh, Kim thinks. Hey, Kim? 
Hey, Kim. What's up? Hey, Kim. They always kill me. I was in game. I'm having a bud. I feel so cool to be a making man. What's up? Oh, hilarious. I, I love commercials that come with official government issue cable package. You know, green, green workers, everyone's raining. So, so how can I help you, my evil homeboy? Well, I'm here on the speakerphone with my good friend, Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell? Oh, Mr. Uh, my Piro guy. I run your product. We use it here in the detention centers. Oh, so inmates can get a good night's sleep? No. <laughs> For mustering their screams. <laughs> and also, when, when we need inmates to uh, check our eyes, so to speak. Oh, I see. So, I have a little plan that we've been discussing with Vlad. Okay, I'm listening. Yeah, Mr. Kim, we need someone to manufacture a couple hundred thousand my pillows with explosives in them so we can kill Canadians. Oh, I like it, I like it. You had me at kill Canadians. <laughs> yeah, so we'll need lots of little hands. Ooh, our little people are out to assemble things. It's like a craft project for them. Well, a 14-hour-a-day craft project. <laughs> <laughs> you know we can make a few more pillows and ship them to... Gee, I don't know, South Korea? <laughs> <laughs> Why, yeah, I, I think we can help you with that. We can put together a mailing list and a marketing campaign. Excellent. Marketing is always important. Oh, and uh, Donald, I'll also need one more thing from you. Sure, anything, Kim. Ah, uh, your daughter Ivanka. <laughs> you know... We made a special escort to a supreme commander. <laughs> you know, I would if I could, but... Uh... Oh, I just mess around with you. <laughs> it's cool. Okay, good. But, Kim, I'm also hoping that once I get out of this place, you can help me become the supreme leader of the United States of America. I mean, clearly, the democracy thing hasn't been working well for me. I know, right? Democracy. <laughs> hey, I got to, like, skedaddle. Catch you on the flip side, home skillet! Back at you, Kim. Skillet and all. Donnie, the lot is 25 feet wide by 60 feet deep. 
20 three-room apartments, four to a floor, two in the front, two in the back. Ivanka, who the fuck is that fat, disheveled old man out there in the dark? Did some homeless loser slip through the fence? No, that's Dad. Living room, kitchen, one bedroom and a whole 325 square feet, all for up to seven people. If you enjoy audio drama and fiction podcasts, sign up for the Fiction Podcast Weekly. It's an email newsletter with the latest news, events, creative opportunities, job listings, behind-the-scenes production resources, podcast milestones, debuts, and finales. Plus, it's free. Sign up now at thepodcasthost.com slash fictionpodcastweekly. He said he's marking out the foundation for a tenement, like the type Grandpa used to build. That's brilliant. The staff will love it. And for only 2300 bucks a month, Donnie, rent is due by noon on the first of each month, or else they pay a 10% late fee. No exceptions. You've got to be tough with these people. Okay, it's official. The old fart is now crazier than a fucking shithouse rat. Don, you can't talk about him like that. He's the dearest man in the world to me, and I won't have anyone making him feel unwanted and low and blue. See, no toilet, no shower, no bath. Twenty people to one privy. Cold water only. No phone. No lights. No motor car. Not a single luxury. Not a single luxury. Stop making excuses for him. He always, always wiped the floor with you. He never had an ounce of respect for you. He's always had respect Shut for up, her. Eric. That man has no character. Oh, did I feel my ears burning? Hi, Mr. Giuliani. We're talking about our dad. I... I, I see. Is, is, is that him out there? He looks lost. That's for sure. Don't worry, I, I'll go get him. Ivanka, I can't believe you put up with him, you know, sexually assaulting you. Don, trust me, I stopped it before it happened. But he's been a lonely, troubled man since all this happened. (laughs) Yeah, troubled. Sure. Irregardless. Look, I don't say that Dad's a great man. Maybe not even a good man. Yeah, Don. Don't make Dad an scapegoat. Donald Trump never made a lot of money. He mostly just wasted other people's money. And without his inheritance, he'd probably be a failed used car salesman or a strip club owner. The best for sure. And no, he's not the finest character that ever lived. That's it. Not much of a pep talk. But he's a human being. A profoundly flawed one, yes. And a terrible thing is happening to him. So attention must be paid. He's not to be allowed to fall into his grave like some middle manager. Attention... Attention must finally be paid to such a person. Don, you called him unbalanced. That would have been shared. No. I said he's crazier than a fucking shithouse rat. Well, a lot of people think he's crazy. But the man is exhausted. Undoubtedly. And you tell me he has no character. The man who never worked a day but for your benefit? When does he get the medal for that? 
Is this his reward? To turn around at the age of 80 and find his sons? One who could eat a bowl of alphabet soup and shit out smarter things. I appreciate that, Ivanka. And you, Don. What happened to the love you had for him? You were such pals. Because I know he's a liar and a fraud. And he doesn't like anybody who knows it. That's all I have to say. Hey, everybody, why are the long faces? All right, you phony. Let's lay it on the line. The hat! Are you crazy? Don! What the hell is that? You know goddamn well what it is. Donald, you, you don't have to answer that. Be better yet, plead the fifth. Fifths are always good. I've never seen that before in my life. Remember the spite thing? No. You're gonna hear the truth about what you are and what I am. Don, stop it! Donald, as your attorney, I would advise you to never tell the truth. Exactly. We never told the truth for more than 10 minutes in this family. And I never got anywhere because you blew me so full of hot air, I could never take orders from anybody. I always told the truth. I'm like the family's truth slayer. Dad, after leaving that fifth voicemail for Stein this morning, I was out on a golf course and I stopped. And I saw things that I love most in this world. Golfing, killing big game, chasing young ass, and having a time to sit and post angry nonsense. And I thought, why am I trying to become something I don't want to be? Why am I making a contemptuous, begging fool of myself when all I want is out there waiting for me the minute I say, I know who I am? Why can't I say that, Dad? It's because you're Donald Trump Jr. Pop, I'm a dime a dozen, a nothing burger, and so are you. <gasps> why are you... I am not a nothing burger. I am a Big Mac, and you're a quarter pounder. I'm a Happy Meal. You're going to get a pounding. Guys, stop it. I am not a leader of Mendonald, and neither are you. You were nothing but an entitled malignant narcissist who would have landed in a flaming dumpster except for the money you inherited and the presidency you stumbled into. You pathetic little... I am $100 an hour, Donald. I tried seven countries and couldn't raise it. I'm not bringing home any prizes anymore. Not even the trinkets in a Happy Meal. Those are so cool. And you're gonna stop waiting. Why, you vengeful, spiteful mutt. I am nothing, Pop. Can't you understand? There's no spite in it anymore. Will you take that phony dream and burn it before something truly awful happens? Like I run for president? Well, isn't that remarkable? He likes me. He loves you, Dad. I always loved you, Pop. He cried. A lot of people have cried because of you. Dad. I'm going to start a real estate mogul business and make a billion dollars. I just want you to know. That boy is going to be fabulous and magnificent. Come on, Dad. Eric can take you over to the condo. Thanks, honey. You always were my favorite wife. Oh, boy. Yes? Miss Ivanka, this is Agent Powell with the FBI. We spoke earlier. 
Yes, uh-huh. Our sources have learned that your father has been having conversations with world leaders again. I'm sure it was just about financial help for our private businesses. No. I'm afraid these involve subjects that are in direct violation of his sentencing agreement. Such as... Facilitating Russia's invasion of Canada and North Korea's invasion of South Korea. Oh my god, I had no idea. Really? No idea. Okay, fine, it tracks, but I swear I didn't know anything. Well, I've got our people working on it. Keep your cell phone handy. We'll talk tomorrow. Okay. head in. Looks like a storm's a coming. You know, it's the last hole. Let's just finish. I can't believe you talked to me into doing this without a cart this time. Yeah, well, it's good for your health. Yeah, sure. Uh, oh. Donald, Donald, are you okay? Here, let me put this little emergency pillow under your head. It's a prototype, but if it saves your life, you should mention it to the press. It's called the My Emergency Pillow. Do you want me to write it down for you? Well, okay, I'll just call for you. Ivanka, this is Mike. I'm afraid your dad had a heart attack. Oh, no. We're on the ninth hole. It's poetic, really. It doesn't look good. I can't find a pulse. Although I never tried to find a pulse before. I have no idea where to look. Okay, I'll send the boys over. Hurry! The only thing keeping them alive is our new My Emergency Pillow, soon to be in stores. Be sure to tell everyone. Dad was fast. We took the underground tunnels. What happened? It's his heart. I think he's gone. His heart's gone? Was it the Satanists? No, doofus. He does actually have a heart. It's just not working. Does anyone know CPA? I know a lot of CPAs, but I think that's how your dad got into this financial trouble. Bad advice. So he won't be happy to see any. I'm not putting my lips on his mouth. Okay, I'll do it. Eric, it's too late. Let him rest in peace. You know... Nobody dast blame this man. You don't understand. Donald was a salesman. He don't put a bolt to a nut or foam in a pillowcase. He's a man way out there in the blue, riding on a smile and a shoeshine, just dodging subpoenas and grabbing pussies. And when... <laughs> Bitches. No one can destroy Donald J. Trump. Not even Mother Nature. Like all the other bitches, I grabbed her by the pussy. Dad, Dad, are you okay? Yes. You know, boys, while I was dead, I saw my whole life flash before my eyes. Tremendous, fabulous. I give it five out of five stars, two thumbs up, and a whoop-de-doo. The best for sure. And I realized that I had it all wrong. 
I was never meant to be the democratically elected president of these United States. Oh no, here it comes. I was meant to be the supreme leader of the entire world. There it is. Freeze! FBI. Ivanka? Yes, this is Agent Bowel. Dad's been plotting government takeovers again. Alright, fine. Fine, you got me. I give up. I had plants. The best plants. So many plants. And I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you meddling kids. And this country's a stupid constitution. But you misunderestimated me. He's got a gun. Mr. Trump, drop the weapon. No! I ain't dropping nothing! Okay, I drop it now. Uh, oh, that hurts. Oh my god, I wish he didn't have to die. Well, he's not dead yet. You can still save him. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, sometimes things happen for a reason. <laughs> Jim, the target's been neutralized. Can you let the president know? Thanks. Okay. In return for your cooperation, the government is prepared to take five years off your current sentences under house arrest here at Mar-a-Lago. Yes, that sounds fair. But Mr. Lindell, you'll need to hand over your phone. What? And put your hands behind your back. How dare you? I run five businesses from this phone. What is this, Communist Russia? I guess you would know. Now, sir, we'll be transferring you to a traditional white-collar facility while you face further charges and possibly get raped. Now, please, come with me. Just tell people the my pillow saved his life. Until he was shot, that is. Um, sure. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can be used against you in a court of law. Have the right to what a waste. Yep. Come on. Let's go. It was not a waste. And I'm gonna prove it. I'll show you and everybody that, for all intensive purposes, Donald Trump did not die in vain. He had a good dream. It's the only dream you can have. To come out number one and not be a number two. <laughs> he fought it out here, and this is where I'm gonna win it for him. That's right. When I get out of here in seven to ten years, I'm gonna run for president. You hear that, guys? Guys? Give it up, Eric. The party's over. Aw, oh, jeez. Storm's coming back. Thank God I'm wearing this tinfoil hat. Have I ever told you about my friend? He's a big old piece of shit. He's a big old piece of shit. He's a piece of shit to his mother and son. He's a piece of shit to everyone. He's a big old piece of shit. The actors in this production were Ben Bradford as Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un. 
Hannah Burnett as Ivanka Trump. Rob Scheimer as Donald Trump Jr. Paul Streeby as Eric Trump. Jackie Dutton as Stormy Daniels. Ted Hazard as Mike Lindell. Ben Crow as Barack Obama. John Brown as Rudy Giuliani and Vladimir Putin. And Stephanie Johnson as FBI Agent Bowie. This audio dramedy was created, written, and produced by Paul Streeby with creative input and editing by Jason DeGray. Music by The Zombabies, The Dog and Tony Show, Piper, Kip Jones, and Ted Hazard. Sound effects and editing by Paul Streeby with sound design by Brendan Quinn. This has been a half-assed production. All rights reserved. Please see our other productions at halfass.co where you can find links to the music played on this show. This is Paul Streeby. Thank you for listening. you've enjoyed this program.